Yep, a fine-looking woman. He is my child, and I am perfectly capable of instructing him on proper behavior. Rusty leaned in toward the woman. If that's so, then this disaster would have been avoided. Oh, how dare you! Have you never been a child anxious to get somewhere? Or were you born old and crotchety? Old? He narrowed his eyes at her. Yes, old. You are a grouchy old man. The blood rushed to his face at the audacity of this incompetent mother defending her recalcitrant child by calling him names. Ma'am, I hate to add to the misery you already have by being saddled with this unruly child. How dare you! But you are addled, and I am not old. It doesn't matter. You are grouchy and mean to children. Mean? The boy had been watching them go back and forth, his eyes wide. Finally, he walked up to his mother and tugged on her hand. Ma, can we go home now? She took the boy's hand, as all the air seemed to go out of her body, and looked down at the kid. Yes, Will, we'll go home now. But first we must straighten up this counter so Mrs. Wells doesn't have extra work to do at the end of the day. He nodded. And I've told you many times not to run in stores, haven't I? Yes, ma'am. The woman turned to Rusty and looked down her nose. Is there something I can help you with, sir? He almost laughed at her dismissal, but instead tugged on the brim of his hat. No, ma'am. Have a pleasant day. With lengthy strides, he left the store. Rachel Stevens glared after the man. Of all the nosy, mean-spirited, rude people she had ever encountered in her entire life, that, that man was by far the absolute worst. How dare he chastise Will? She was a good mother, a very good mother, and he had no right to insinuate anything different. Ma, you're crushing my hand. Oh, sorry. She released Will's hand and began to sort out the threads. Go on over there and check the floor to make sure we have all the threads. After about 15 minutes of sorting and straightening the counter, she chose the last few items on her list and brought them to Mrs. Wells to add up her bill. What was that all about? Mrs. Wells nodded toward the back of the store as she tied a string around the fabric Rachel selected for a new dress. Oh, Nothing, really. Will was disobedient and dashed around the corner and knocked into a grouchy man who took it upon himself to chastise my child. Never saw that one around here before. And I hope to never see him again. Good looking, though. Huh. I didn't even notice. I was too angry to notice anything. The lie rolled easily off her tongue. He was a good looking man. The sunlight through the store window had highlighted the red streaks in his brown hair. He obviously worked for a living. With the way his shirt stretched across his muscular chest, his eyes were a shade of green she'd never seen before. But that wasn't important. She had no need for a man. Honey, you need to start paying attention to the male of the species. 
That little boy of yours needs a daddy. Will and I are doing just fine. We don't need a man. I have my brother, Michael spends time with Will, and Uncle Jesse takes him fishing all the time. Well, I wasn't thinking in terms of fishing. What you need is a man to warm your bed. Mrs. Wells! Rachel took a quick look at Will, but he was busy counting the licorice sticks in the jar on the counter. Mrs. Stevens, I have your wagon loaded. Mr. Wells entered the store and walked behind the counter. He pulled out a candy stick and handed it to Will. Here you go, son. I'll put it on Big Bob's bill. He winked at Rachel. No, I'll pay for it. She fished in her drawstring purse and dug out a penny. She plunked it on the counter. Come on, Will. Let's get moving before that storm blows in. Hand in